Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Today's September 19th. Did we say last week that the Pirates had a chance for a sweep and didn't do so? Is that the narrative we're going to go with right now in 2021? Really? Let's go Bucks. So six MLB teams have avoided to sweep a series for an entire season. The 83 Mariners, who lost 102 games. The 04 Diamondbacks and Royals, losing 111 and 104 games. The 2018 Marlins, who lost 98. The 2019 Orioles, who lost 108. And the Cardinals in 2020 in a shortened season. Does that even count? They were 30 and 28 and made the postseason. Anyway, (laughs) will the 2021 Pirates become the seventh? We've... Did we say all of this last week? No. Maybe? I don't really know. The point is, we had the same situation last week as we had this week. But before we get too upset about the Pirates not being able to sweep teams, uh, there's not a lot of things wrong with starting off four series in a row with back-to-back wins and winning those series. It's just a funny analysis because had they lost the first game and won the second two, we'd praise them for their comeback series wins. So regardless... Pirates are winning more games than they're losing right now, and that's fun. Oh, and Avast, me hearties. Today is international talk like a pirate day. Ahoy, Jake. Arr, some better things be happening in the Berg right now. <laughs> Eight and four in our last 12 missions. Cole Tucker with the seven, has seven hits and 11 at-bats in Miami. Could he turn a corner at the plate? Uh, and matey Max Kranick. He sets a pirate record, rookie record for six Ks in a row. Arr, not too bad baseball being played right now in the Berg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm horrible at talking like a pirate, but it's fun. It is fun. And what else is fun is seeing the Pirates win some games. Yeah. Uh, but we probably, we're probably done with the Pirate talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. enough for now. Okay. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> I expected you to say one line and you're like, no, no, no. Here we go. Yeah. yeah it's funny. Full send. Here we go. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, jumping right into this whole sweep thing, we had another opportunity this afternoon. It didn't happen. Four straight series. All we've had to do is finish them off one game. Mm-hmm. And haven't been able to do it. Right. So, four straight series wins. It's hard to argue with that. Like you said, eight and four. Yeah. That's not bad. It would be nice to get a series sweep, but I think we're getting so hung up on the fact that they haven't completed a sweep that we're forgetting that they're winning baseball. Right. That, Like, you know what I mean? It does feel, yeah. though, and it's hard, because it does feel like, dang, dude, we're even close. Especially yeah. the last two. We, we hit the two-run homer today. Hoy Park hits the two-run homer. We take a lead. We blow it. We take another lead. Chad Cool faces one guy. Yeah, it's tough. And, the, and Cincinnati, we lost one to nothing. Like, literally, one, 
Score yeah, a run and we're still yeah. playing. You know what I mean? Just score one. If you get shot out six nothing, it's like, oh yeah, it wasn't your day. One nothing. Right. It's like all you had to do. I mean, you you can't win with zero. So, right. Let's get that first run. I mean, I understand it happens. Now mm-hmm. the ones before that were a little bit different, but I actually looked this up. I actually looked this up. We've had fifteen attempts at a series sweep. So I don't. I mean, I don't know where that's at. I, yeah. You say fifteen. I don't. I haven't looked up other teams. I wonder how many opportunities other teams are getting. You know what I mean? Obviously, I would. I mean, we've lost think nine. It would be more. You would think it would be more. We've we've lost ninety three games, right? So you would right. think that there would be more opportunities than fifteen. But it does feel crazy to think that we've had fifteen tries at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But April, it was Casey. It was a two game series. We won the first one, lost the second one. Mitch Keller gets the loss. Whatever. May 30th. So these were almost, they were a month apart. <laughs> and this is where you're saying, well, yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah. It, it was Colorado. And we went to Sunday and took a 3-2 lead into the ninth. So the first one, we lost 9-6. to six. So, I mean, we scored six runs. Probably should have won. Right. You know, Mitch Keller and, and, and company got blasted a little bit. 3-2 lead going into the ninth. Rich Rod blew it. Lost 4-3. to three. And then against Miami... In June, this is an interesting one because it was a four-game series and we had won the first three. <laughs> it just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> but we yeah. had won the first three and we we ended up losing the fourth game three to one, which that one was really interesting to me. And, and here's why. This was June 6th against Miami and Chad Cool got the loss and Sandy Alcantara started the game. For the, for the Marlins, which is the same is thing that happened today. And it was yeah. a Sunday. Anyway, uh, in June, again, Cleveland, we beat won the first two games of Cleveland, lost the, the third game 2-1. to one. So once again, could have swept Cleveland. All you had mm-hmm. to do was just score a couple more runs. you know, Or one more run and then continue the game, right, and see where right. it goes. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the White Sox, the very next series, but it was just a two-game series, we... Win the first one, we lose the second one four to three. So once again, very close. Uh, the next one was not close. Atlanta in July win the first two games and then lose fourteen to three. John yeah. Nagowski pitched in that game. <laughs> that's not the that's not the only time I'll say that when I read through this list. July eighteenth, we try to finish a three game sweep against the Mets. It was right after the All Star break, if everybody remembers. Brubaker started that game, so that's the second one that Brubaker's involved in. Uh, Brubaker started that game. Rich Rod blew a 6-5 lead in the ninth. Home run by Conforto. We lose 7-6. to six. So once again, had an opportunity. Very close. Um, we went to San Francisco. By the way, all of the ones I've just read were all at home. Hmm. So now in San Francisco, by the way, the best team in the National League, almost swept them at the end of July. Uh, won the first two games, went to Sunday, August 1st, and lost. Oh, no, I'm sorry. July 25th. Went to Sunday, July 25th. Lost 6-1. to one. Brubaker got the loss, but he only gave up two runs in four innings. We just only scored one run, so he got yeah. the L for that one. And then on August 1st, the very next series, um, we, we were up against uh, Philadelphia, won the first two, and then got blasted 15-4. to four. Another Mitch Keller, but... Ponce and Oviedo and Nagowski pitched in that game. So there's the second time I said Nagowski pitched in a game. Um, and then the end of the end of August in St. Louis. So 
the one in San Francisco and the one in St. Louis, possible two playoff teams mm-hmm. on the road. Those are the only two teams we almost swept on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, um, until until this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we were in Miami, but so th- there was only three. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of that. But anyway, in St. Louis, lost three to nothing. Brault took the L, but I mean, like he gave up one run. We didn't score any, so. You got to score. You're going to sweep right. a team. You got to score. That was a Wainwright yeah. game. Wainwright and and Reyes oh, closed yeah. it out. Not the not the not the shutout. It was right. it was one that Wainwright went eight and and Reyes finished anyway. And then the very next series against Arizona failed to finish the sweep uh, on Wednesday, but lost that game five to two. But Arizona scored all their runs in the sixth, seventh, and eighth. So we we had it. We were ready. Two nothing going into the sixth. You know what I mean. Yeah, they score two. They score one in the seventh. They score two more in the eighth, uh, and then we go to where we're at right now. We're in September. We have the with the series against Detroit. We lost five to one. Mitch Keller took the loss, and then right after that went to Wash or we're, we're all at home. Played Washington, failed to finish the sweep, uh, lost six to two. Bryce Wilson got the loss, and then Cincinnati failed to finish the sweep, lost one to nothing. Ponce took the L, but one to nothing. Come on, man. And then now in my, I know. And then in Miami, six five, went into the bo- went into the top of the ninth rather, um, with a three two, uh, with a four three lead. Sorry, bottom of the ninth. Yeah, with a four three lead, we got the two in the top of the ninth. Yeah, sorry about that. And then you know the whole thing happened. So, a lot of those are close games. They're just missing. Yeah. It's not all terrible. It's just haven't been able to finish it. And we're right in line with all those teams. 102, 111, 104, 98, 108 losses. Those are the five teams that on full seasons did this. I can't believe that 1983 was the first time a team was not able to finish a sweep. I mean, for a whole year, like, I'm kind of surprised there's six teams. Yeah, but... The fact that it never happened until 83 and then it happened to two teams in 04. So another, I mean, if it, if it never happened before 83, then I'm not surprised that it went until 2004, but then for two teams to do it and then 18, 19 and 2020 and possibly here in 2021, four straight years. Now, granted 2020, in my opinion, that's a weird one. I wonder if they stopped. I wonder if there's something to do with like, where I found this information, obviously I didn't scrape through game situations forever, but right. there's a website out there called MLB. I think it's called MLBsweeps.com. I'm pretty sure that's what it's literally called. <laughs> it is. It's MLBsweeps.com. And there's all kinds of statistics and sweeps by teams and sweeps by year, recent sweeps, season sweeps, doubleheader sweeps. Like it's a weird, but there's, there's, I mean, there's records on there. And it gives you most sweeps or swept in total and by series type for all seasons in the database. The, the only thing I don't have is, what, where's your database? It, does it go back to 1980? Because, I mean, not having a team until 1983. Anyway, not to go too far off. The information that I have is from that site. So you can go to MLBsweeps.com and check out all those little interesting things about sweeps and how hard they are or how easy they are or whatever. 
It's up to you. Yeah. The point is, the Pirates are failing to finish a sweep when they win the first two or three games of a series. And it's... Um, it is the it is the topic of Twitter at the end of that third game, or at the beginning of that third game. I don't know how many yeah. tweets are out there saying, "Here we go again," and it's like, "Well, yeah, I get it," because I right. almost tweeted the same thing, but at the same time, we've already won a series. That's nice. Yeah, and when you win a series, I mean, I'm I'm not sitting here looking at the lineups for all these games. I could, I, I mean, I had them pulled up, but. I didn't look at them to see how many times we gave Brian Reynolds a day off when we already won a series. Right. Today was one of those days. We gave him a pinch hit and he struck out, but it was right after Hoy Park hit a two-run homer to take the lead, so it became a little less important. But I, I, I will say this, though. The fact that Brian Reynolds went out to the on-deck circle is why Hoy, Hoy Park got that fastball. I tweeted that during the game. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had a yeah. 3-1 pitch. He's With Brian Reynolds on deck, he's getting a fastball. Yeah, you do not want to walk him. That's to bring right, Reynolds up. That's right. So no, I think that's why he got the fastball. Kudos to Hoy Park for jumping on it and going on the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, great at bat, great moment, and unfortunately, we didn't finish it. Four straight series wins. Yeah. It, so so you decide what your narrative is. Is it four straight series wins, or is it the Pirates stink because they can't finish a sweep? when they just got a series win. Right. Yeah. To me, it's, it's super hard to sweep in the major leagues. Uh, I, I do feel like you should be able to get one. <laughs> well, but, we've, we've certainly been swept. Yeah. You know, but it is, it is a hard thing to do. So once you win the series, I mean, the sweeps icing on the cake. It is icing on the cake. Do you, do you I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's important to the players or not as far as that goes. I think psychologically at this point of the season, mm-hmm. you would have thought you would have happened into one or something. Yeah, but it just seems like they just they get them first two or three games and then it's just... Yeah. <laughs> just can't get that last one. Yeah, it is great. But I would say this. I would say this. If you wonder why we can't get that last game, I mean, like I said, you would think you would happen into it but let's even say more times than not you lose that game. I think the reason is because you're looking at a team who's lost 93 games so far. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't yeah. and I know yeah. like it's it's not meant to be like I'm not I wasn't meaning to tell a joke there, but like it's the idea that like yeah, we're like not that good. And we get that. Like we understand even as like a positive pirates podcast, right? Right. We're guys that like to be positive. We like to root for our favorite team. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with rooting for your favorite team, regardless of how bad it's going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, but that's it. I mean, we're just not, we're not at a place right now where we're good. We don't have right. guys like that. I mean, we have, I think we have Brian Reynolds, who is a guy, but like, I wonder where he stacks up. He's putting up some big numbers, but is he McCutcheon? status you know what i mean well it, when he had he's never really had protection around him and he's putting up big numbers yeah but i i guess my thing is is when mccutcheon got up the bat i think the pitcher sweats a little bit more knowing all the things that he could do and do you feel like 
it's the same thing. And maybe because, I don't know, maybe because Pedro Alvarez was hitting behind McCutcheon and they're like, well, even if I don't get him out, then I could get a two-run bomb right after this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that there was a lot, like you said, the protection. I mean, there was better hitters behind him, whether it was Neil Walker or Pedro Alvarez or who. You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. that that does make an impact. So I do think that maybe that's why it feels like, you know, we've always said, who's the dangerous guy in the lineup? There's nobody in this lineup I'm scared to face. I don't think you're scared to face Reynolds yet. Only because he's hasn't done it long enough. I mean, maybe, if he and maybe that's it. What he's doing, and and maybe hits a few more homers if you know they don't they don't want to get the next guy up too. If we can get that guy behind him, right? So that on that three one count, he might see the fastball. Well, but that's the thing is when McCutcheon was there and he was going good, he still didn't get a three one fastball. It didn't matter who was hitting behind him. I was scared to throw him that 3-1 fastball. Right. But I'm sure he got a couple more of them than he would have had there been nobody behind him. Yeah. I think Pedro Alvarez was one of those guys. I think, yes, he struck yeah. out a lot, but he was feared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he, he had the power. And so I was like, man, if he beats me, it's probably a bomb. I'm going to throw this pitch, but if I miss my spot. Yeah, and, and it, it doesn't even have to be the fastball either. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You know, he could, you know, a pitcher could still say, okay, I'm going to loop this curveball in there, but I want it to make it be a strike or throw the change up. And I don't want to throw a ball, might leave it over the plate a little bit, not on purpose, but being afraid to walk him, you know? Yeah. I, I don't well, know. whatever it is, I, I just, I just wondered. I just wondered where you were at. I, I wondered if we thought that Reynolds was getting to that point yet. You know what I mean? I, I think he is because it's showing that he's not getting pitches to hit right now. Yeah. And why? Why is he not getting it? Because there's no protection. Well, that's for and sure. And pitchers yeah. don't want to face him. But before the before they the at bat starts. They won't let they won't let Brian Reynolds beat them. Yeah. They're yeah, gonna maybe put him on somebody else. Maybe he's on the way to do that. I wonder though if our team was full of guys like like the guys that were surrounding McCutcheon. I wonder if it'd be the same. Or if he's just one of the gang that could beat you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just don't know. I, I don't know. Anyway. So are you saying, or you're asking the question, is Brian Reynolds a, a superstar or is he a supporting player? I wouldn't even say supporting player. I mean, okay, so if you look at it that way, I mean, like, who was our superstars then? Really just McCutcheon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Through those years, McCutcheon was still the only superstar. Right. Guys like Neil Walker, they were stars in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But like as far as baseball, they were those supporting player type guys. Pedro Alvarez was your power guy. Neil Walker was your all-around hitter, you know what I mean, who was dangerous mm-hmm. in the lineup and could and could support everything. And and I think that's what it was for him. You had guys um but I think that I think that uh Russell Martin was a star, not a superstar. I think he was a star. Mm-hmm. And I think that Starley Marte was too. So we okay. didn't just have one superstar and then a cast of of supporting players. You know what I mean? Like we had right. other stars in the lineup and in the in the mix as well. And I mean, I, that's just where I'm going with that. I, as far as total package, I mean, Starley Marte obviously had it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and I think Russell Martin did too. Yeah. Um. And so like there were, you know, there were other players who were 
plus plus, just maybe not McCutcheon level. And, you know, I just wonder, you know, is without a doubt, Reynolds is in that star status without a doubt. His numbers are too good not to be. I just wonder if he's in that next level, like possible MVP. This is the guy that continues to get up when it matters and comes through. You know what I mean? I think he's, I think he's on his way to that. Yeah. I don't think he's there yet. I I mean, I would, I think he's got the potential to be. Yeah. I would say he's playing his best baseball right now. So I would say he's at his peak. I don't know how long it'll last. I mean, I give him, he, he's very simple in the, in what Mm -hmm. he does. And it's not, none of it is outlandish flashy. Like when McCutcheon was in his best, he what he had the best bat speed in baseball. Yeah. He had a lot of things that were like the speed that was going for him at that time of his career. His mm-hmm. speed was at his peak, which is why he was a re- still a really good center fielder. And then that quickly, we started to talk about how good of a center fielder is he. Well, once he started losing some of the speed, it did change his game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like just those sort of things that I felt like McCutcheon had a couple outlandish abilities that made him a superstar. And I feel like for Brian Reynolds, everything's so simple that he could continue this type of production for and give or take some of those numbers, you know what I mean? His power numbers oh, may yeah. dip or increase with the average doing one or the other, you know, in those working opposite to each other is usually how that goes. But like I think he's playing his best baseball. I mean, in today's game, if you're capable of hitting over 300 and getting up over 25 homers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's super good and it's hard to continue to do that. But yeah. I give him Four, four or five years of it before, you know, he starts getting to the point where it's like, okay, how are you going to now, if you sustain that you, you start to be in different conversations, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, four straight series wins. Good job. Mm-hmm. So also 13 games left. We've got two weeks. We've got two weeks of pirates baseball, 13 games at this point. We're at 93 losses. We're seven losses away. From 100. I know we said it doesn't matter, but we're going to track this. Yeah. We can only lose six games, which means we go seven and six, which is not crazy considering the fact that we're playing pretty good baseball. Right. Um, I mean, you split if you, so let's say you lose both series to the Reds, but you don't get swept. Okay. And then you split with the Phillies. It's a four game series against the Phillies. Let's split it two and two. You would have to then sweep the Cubs. So we would get our sweep. Right. Which would be nice. Which would be nice. But if we win one of those first or those other three series, we have two series against the Reds, one against the Phillies, one against the Cubs. If we if we just win one of those series, say we we beat Philly three to one, or one of those series we take two of three from Cincinnati, then we could lose the series to the Cubs. I'm I'm sorry, win the series to the Cubs, but not sweep them and mm-hmm. still not get a hundred losses whatever it's, it's interesting it, yeah it is and it's going to be tough to do because you got the reds and the phillies who are both playing for playoff spots yeah so they're going to be they're going to be throwing their you know guys they're going to be playing their guys they're not going to be well they're playing for they're fighting for something that's it right there yeah they're you fighting know, they're, they're 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 not going to be giving people days off saying oh it's just the pirates because the Reds already know we're not just the Pirates right now. Well, it's not just that. Let's say the Reds get two wins. 
you're not going to see Castellanos, Votto. These guys aren't getting days off in that third game. No. It, no the series win doesn't right matter there. anymore. They're on the outside looking in. Yeah. Right now, none of these teams are in place, or these two teams. Either of these two teams are not in place to be in the postseason if the season ended right now. Right. They are just on the outside. Yeah. So they need every single win they can get. Yeah. So their their horses are not getting rest. Nope. Nope. They're they're out. It's thirteen, you know, thirteen or fourteen games, however many they have left. They're just you gotta go. Yeah, and we're on the road this week. So the game against the Phillies is on the road. Yeah. So we've already gone over that. And the reason we say the sweep is Chicago, when the Cubs they're coming to town. They're coming to Pittsburgh. We we're gonna finish it off with three against the Cubs, three against the Reds, and then the season's over. All those are at PNC Park. They're at home. This whole week, everything's on the road. So three in Cincinnati, three in Philadelphia, and then the Pirates are done traveling. They only have to yeah. go a couple hours of Cincinnati, a couple hours of Philadelphia, and they come back home for two series. So they're wrapping this thing up close to home, which is pretty nice. If we were in a, a position where we were in a race, this would be a favorable schedule as far as travel goes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With with next Monday off, and, and you know what I mean? So... I mean, whatever. We're not, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. But yeah, I don't know. Um, what do you think? What so we're gonna do uh we are gonna talk about the rest of the league today. We're gonna talk about where the standings are and who's in the playoffs, who's almost in the playoffs, and who's trying to get in the playoffs. And uh one of the things we're gonna talk about is I went back and I listened to what we predicted to happen. So we're going to talk about that. So we'll laugh about that right now, knowing that I'm going to ask you right now to predict, do we or do we not lose 100 games? At this point, we got to go 7-6 and six with uh, 10 games against teams trying to get into the postseason. No, we're spoilers. We're, we're playing spoilers. You're going spoilers. We're playing spoilers. So here's what's interesting, and, and this is really funny. Because when we did our predictions, because I said I listened to that episode, the predictions mm-hmm. episode, um, it was preseason. When we did our predictions, we had talked about, I think I picked, I may have picked the Mets to win. Uh, I may have picked the Mets to win the East. I can't remember. Uh, uh, I think we both had Atlanta. Oh, no, no, no. I had, the, we had the Mets in a wild card. That's what it was. You're right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's why it wasn't sounding right to me. I got it in my notes, but I wasn't scrolled down to it. Anyway. But I said, somehow, though, the Mets always find a way to lose. And I made that point. And when I, I talked about Cincinnati being a good team and how offensively they could be right in the mix. And you said, yeah, but like the Mets, they always find a way. <laughs> to." And this would be so Cincinnati Reds of them to well, nine games against Pittsburgh and they lose two out of three in the first series, they've got two more series. If they can't beat the pirates, then they don't need to be in the postseason. And I have right. friends who are Reds fans and they've said, Hey, your, your team's beating up on our team. We're trying to get in the postseason." And I said, listen, guys, if you can't beat the pirates, you don't need to be in the postseason." <laughs> so I'm not saying anything that I haven't said to all my uh, Reds fan friends and they know it. But most Reds fans are like, they're going to blow it. So <laughs> most yeah. ones I know are already preparing themselves for them to blow it. But if you remember, one of our fondest memories 
was the wild card game, the first wild card game that we were in against the Reds. Mm-hmm. Cueto. That whole thing was we went to Cincinnati and beat them to to host that game. We had our last series of the year right. in Cincinnati. I believe we even swept them. And then had we not, they would have hosted the wild card game. We went there. I remember I went to one or two of the games. And we took care of what we needed to take care of in Cincinnati only to have like a day or two off and be back in Pittsburgh against that team because we got to host it instead of them. And then we ended up beating them in it, which was like, and, and the Reds fans uh, around me were like, Oh, of course this happened. You know what I mean? Because that, that's just, so you, you had a good point there. And as of that last series, it could be playing out that way. They could be finding a way to lose. Hey, we could, that could be one of our sweeps. We could finish one of them. And that's, and that's part of it is you, like you just said, we're going to play spoilers. We're not going to lose a hundred games. And so if we play spoiler, then maybe it's, maybe it's the red. I mean, it's the best chance to knock the reds out, right? Because we still have six more games against them and we just beat them two out of three. So we have the best chance to spoil their season, but we do have a four game set against the Phillies. And right now, uh, there, but well, let's go ahead and move on to the standings. Let's just shift right into that. And so, at this point, if you're listening and you're a Pirates fan, a little bit less about the Pirates here on out, <laughs> other than the fact that you know we're gonna go play Philly and Cincinnati, and uh, they're in the mix here. But um, I think it's interesting to know what's going on around the league. Also, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. We're we're baseball fans, you know, so. Anyway, we're going to talk about the rest of the league for a little bit, and then we'll find our way back to Pittsburgh. Um, but I'll just start with that because we're because we're talking about Philadelphia. So I'll start with the National League East, and we did pick Atlanta. Both of us picked Atlanta. Atlanta yeah. currently is one game up in that in that division. They started off pretty bad, and we were like, "Man, maybe Pakoda knows more than we do." Well, obviously, Pakoda knows more than we do. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. But yeah. about, you know what I mean? Um, they are still just 76 and 70, which is the lowest amount of wins for a division winner or division leader. Leader, yeah. Um, so, you know, it is what we thought would be the strongest division in baseball. And when I say we, I mean a lot of people. Yeah. And it is the weakest division in baseball as far as like the top and, you know, who's where. Mm-hmm. Uh, two teams over 500 and the top teams at a 521. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. The Mets are 72 and 77, one of the teams that both of us had in the playoffs. So there yeah, you go. I, I thought I thought Lindor was going to make a big difference. But well, it he, was more than just him. a lot, it was just... It was more than just him. No, I know, but I, know? I, I felt like he was going to have a big impact. They find a way. Mm-hmm. Carlos Carrasco was hurt. You know what I mean? I mean, they had a lot of things, but I don't, every team has a lot of things. I mean, Atlanta certainly had their, their, uh, list of things. They have a brand new outfield. Yeah. You know, Cunha went down when you have a superstar go down. A lot of people thought it's tanked and they went out and they Mm -hmm. did what they needed to do to, to bolster everything. And they're getting hot. They still have a, they still have a lot of good players though. Yeah. You don't say they're going to win the division because of one guy. But they, you know, they made their well, moves. They got they got the uh, the young third baseman Austin Riley, who's really, really coming into his own. And oh yeah, 
he he's a good player, really good player this year. Yeah. They've got a lot of firepower. Albies and mm-hmm. Freeman, obviously Freeman shouldn't be the third guy we say, but he's the given. Yeah, that's true. He's the constant. That's true. So anyway, Atlanta's up, but Philly's one game back and w- and where they're at right now is they have the same amount of wins. But Philly's played two extra games and they have two more losses, which puts them a game which puts them a full game back. If Atlanta on the on the days that Philly has days off, if Atlanta wins two games on those days, then Philly's all of a sudden two games back. Right. You know what I mean? But the loss column's what matters. So w- to say that that Atlanta's got 70 losses and Philly has 72, that gives you a better idea of it. I always say if you look at the loss column, you'll know more than if you look at the win column. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, you can't lose games. So, anyway, Philly's right there. Nobody else is right there in the in the East. I mean, it's the Mets, like I said, they're under 500. Now, they're only five and a half games back. They're still two weeks of the season. So, it's not impossible Mathematically, they're not out. Mathematically, but. they're not out. Their elimination number is 10. If you guys know what yeah. elimination number is, that's that's the combined number of wins by the first place team plus losses by the team that you're talking about. So if the Mets lose 10 games, then it doesn't matter what Atlanta does. They could lose 10 games too. They could lose all the games. But if the Mets lose 10 games, they can't get in. Likewise, the Mets could win every game from here on out all Atlanta has to do is win 10 games and they'll finish ahead of the Mets. So it, the elimination number is 10. It's combined wins for Atlanta and losses for the Mets. And that's a number that never gets bigger at this point. You know what I mean? It will never yeah. grow. It'll only shrink. Every time Atlanta wins a game, that number goes down one. Every time the Mets lose a game, that number goes down one. So, and Philadelphia's is 15 and there's 13 games left. So, I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're right there. Obviously, that's a big thing. St. Louis, as we move to the Central, St. Louis's elimination number is only three. Milwaukee's already in the postseason, but they're very close to clinching the division. They've already got 91 wins. And preseason, we had them in third place. Yeah. And we said, Pakoda's got them in first. I don't see it. And I think I even said that Milwaukee's starting rotation doesn't compare to other rotations. Yeah. And boy, I couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> and I said, if Milwaukee's in first, then I am way wrong about Milwaukee. Well, guess what, guys? We're not on video, but my hand is up <laughs> because I am way off <laughs> on Milwaukee. They did that without a lot of Yelich. Yeah. I mean, because pitching has been really good. Yeah. Corbin Burns is. Well, he's the he's breakout guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's the breakout guy. I would have thought that he I would have never given him ace status until I mean, he's really earned it. Yeah. He now has. he to me, like ace status, like he's been an ace this year. I'll say that. His yeah. numbers are ace worthy. But you've got to do that for a little bit of a longer time to be labeled yeah. an ace. You could say someone had an ace season ace type season but that doesn't mean going forward you give him ace status he does this again next year or even close to this now you can start giving him that status i just think there i think that that has to be a little bit of time you know what i mean kind of like yeah kind of like uh garrett cole who was really good in pittsburgh Mm -hmm. but he just didn't have that thing yet to be he might have been pittsburgh's ace sure 
But now he's bona fide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like Adam Wainwright. You a lot of times you don't lose that. Even right. as you fade, you don't lose yeah. that. That status. You know what I mean? Right. You may not be your team's ace if you want to name one. But I I still subscribe to I'm going off topic here. Bring it back. But I still subscribe to every team doesn't have to have an ace, and some teams can have two. There isn't just one. Your number one starter doesn't automatically make him an ace. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's my opinion. Some people just say, well, whoever your number one is, that's your ace. I don't think so. I think I think the Dodgers have more than one ace. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think it's a status three. thing. <laughs> um, they have three. They have three. Bauer, Bauer obviously doesn't count anymore. He's done. No. Right. But, but you, you got, got Scherzer, Kershaw, and Bueller. Yeah. Yeah, I think Bueller's there. You know what I mean? He's still like young, he's but a little he's bit of a rough it. patch right now. But but other than that, yeah. I mean, he had going from like last year into this year, it was like twenty some straight starts where the Dodgers won the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. Anyway, uh, yeah, St. Louis is. Uh, this is wild card talk. Milwaukee's winning the division. Yes, it's no doubt. Okay, wait, East, East. Are we still on Atlanta? It's only one game. Are we still on Atlanta? Yes. Okay. Me too. I'm saying that for multiple reasons. Both I do believe they'll pull it off and I want them to pull it off. Yeah. I know. We've said it before. Uh, Jake's wife is a Braves fan. <laughs> so don't hate him for right. wanting Atlanta to pull it off. It's in his house. Um, and if any of you are married, you know that he has to root for the Braves. <laughs> and he will do so not under like protest, but he will do so because if you love someone enough to marry them, then you choose to do these sort of things. And I know that if you're not married, you might say like, well, I'd never. Okay. But when right. you find somebody that you're willing to root for their team, then you may have found the right one. <laughs> if you're not willing that to, deep. that was deep. That was deep. That was deep. <laughs> Thank you for, okay, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> National League West. This is another team we were really far off on, and we've been well-documented in saying so. Yeah, everybody was. We talked about the Dodgers, and we talked about the Padres, and then we said the rest of the division stinks. We never even brought up the Giants when we were in that podcast. No. Never talked about them. But the Giants, 97 wins, best team in the National League, best team in all of baseball. Holy cow. San Francisco Giants, kudos to you. Yeah, I mean, that's off. I know there was one point where... Um, there was one point where we were saying, are we still believers? And we kept saying, no, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've already punched their ticket to the postseason. They literally have the most wins than anybody in baseball. So are we there? Yeah. Yeah. You have to be. Will they win in the postseason? One and done. I'm calling it. <laughs> I, 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 I can't bet against them right now. Okay. I, I don't think they I, I don't think they win in a series if they get matched up with the Dodgers round one. Well, they they won't. Well, they might it's because they would be team. wild card team, and so you mm-hmm. would get. It. Yeah, they might. Actually, that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. You should always play your division, no matter where they are. You whoever comes out of the wild card should. Nah, that's another thing no. too. That's another thing. I have some opinions on how they should be seeding things. You know who the second best team in all of baseball is? The Dodgers. The Dodgers. They're a game and a half behind the, the Giants. And they are, I don't know why I just put in like a hard candy thing. 
right in the middle of this. I, I put it in. It's in my mouth. I'm trying to juggle it around there. I'm sure it's clicking the crap out of the microphone. Hold on one second. Have a laugh at that one. But anyway, the Dodgers are the second best team in all of baseball. They're only one win behind the Giants, but they are two losses more. So like I said, loss column is what matters the most. But the Dodgers have scored like 20 more runs than the Giants, and they've given up like almost 50 less. Mm -hmm. So, you know, MLB, if you ever ever look at the standings on MLB.com, and if you've ever looked at standings and seen things like, uh, the expected win-loss record, Yeah. right? It's based on run score, runs allowed. There's an expected yep. win-loss record. The Giants are still really good, 94 and 55. They're 97 and 52. Except the Dodgers, right now, their expected win-loss is 101 and 49. So whatever in the world is happening to keep them from winning games, um, you know, they're kind of underperforming in the win-loss column yeah. anyway. They're doing pretty good as of late, but so are the Giants. So, who knows? Giants are good. They don't play each other. No. They do no, not so have there's a no opportunity. No, no. The, but however, the Padres, and this is going to come into play when we talk wild card. The Padres do have like I think six more games against the Giants. Yeah. And the, I think the Padres still have to play Atlanta. Uh, so do the Giants. Well, the Giants are playing, playing Atlanta right, right now. now. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing them right now. Yeah. So the, actually Tomorrow, when you listen to this, Atlanta and San Francisco will have different records because I believe they're playing literally right now. No, Atlanta Atlanta won. They did the win. Game to, they, they won their okay, game. Okay, hang on one second here. Let me click the refresh button on my thing because Atlanta has 77 wins, so I've said 76 a few times, and but now Philly and New York are playing. So the, so the whole Philly being 76 and 72, that'll change. Um, so, yeah. And San Francisco now is only one game ahead of the Dodgers because they just lost. So 97-53, they've, so they're only one full game ahead of the Dodgers, only one in the loss and win column. Mm-hmm. So there's only one game going on right now, and that's Philly and, and the Mets. So the Mets have to win that in order to, in order to come up with anything, but, or, in, you know, to make a run. Their their right. their elimination number, by the way, just that so we talked about this. I said the Mets was was ten. Well, because Atlanta won, their elimination numbers changed to nine. Yeah. So there you go. Um, now to the wild card. The the Dodgers have the first spot, and they're sixteen games up. Right. So they've already clinched a postseason appearance. Them and the Giants and Milwaukee. We talked about, but you know, but it could be a division. It could be a wild card. So do you think the Dodgers overcome them for that division or does San Francisco win the division? One game. Who wins the division? I still think the Dodgers can pull it off. You think they'll pull it off? I'm not saying that because I don't believe in the Giants because I obviously do now. I mean, they've proven it for, you know, 140-some games. But I I think I remember looking it up, and I I believe that they – the Dodgers are playing the Diamondbacks maybe six times. Wow. Because I was looking it up and I was like, wow, the Diamondbacks are going to lose 115 games. Oh, geez. So, yeah. Because um, the Diamondbacks are playing a bunch of division leaders. The Dodgers have three against Colorado, three against Arizona, three against San Diego, but they finish with the Brewers. That's actually mega key. Yeah. Wow. That could get really in- see. This is why we're talking about this. That could get really interesting down the stretch, 
Well, the Brewers are going to be packed up. I don't know. Teams just don't do that. I mean, teams don't do that as much anymore. The Brewers are at ninety-one losses. If the Dodgers are the teams that are the team that they could they could catch up to, to be home field. Mm, that's true. They're going after them. True. So the the Giants have three against the Padres, and then they have Rockies, Diamondbacks, and finish with the Padres again. So I actually say the Giants will finish this. Giants are going to finish us off. The Dodgers may overtake them this week if if San Diego's got fight in them, but they both mm-hmm. play the Rockies and then they both play the Diamondbacks. Yeah. And they both play the Padres, but it's that last series where San Francisco plays the Padres and the Padres are likely out of it in those last 3 games. Mm-hmm. Now, if the Padres are still in it, then must see TV October 1, 2 and 3. That National League West and the wild card race can get super interesting. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. But yeah, yeah I mean, but St. Louis is still in the tough. mix. So St. Louis has the other spot right now. And then you got Philadelphia, who's three games back. And I'll say this I, Philadelphia is closer to Atlanta than they are this wild card. They're closer to yeah. the division than they are St. Louis. And St. Louis is nine, they've won eight straight. And they just like we've talked about teams that find a way to lose, they find a way to win. Yep. Cincinnati's in the mix, although they're three and seven. Now they have a clear path to turn this thing around. Mm-hmm. They've got an easy schedule, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at like I'm going to pull up St. Louis and and uh, and San Diego's schedule. We already know San Diego's running into both the Dodgers and the Giants. Yeah. But San Diego plays the Giants, and then they've got. Four against the Braves, including a doubleheader. Wait a minute. Am I looking at the right thing? Oh, they have a suspended game they have to finish on Friday. And then they play a game. So they've got three and a half games. But four games record-wise. So they've got Giants, Braves, Dodgers, Giants. All first place. You know, with the Dodgers maybe a first place team by the time they play them. Right. San Diego's not. If they're going to the postseason, they're earning it. Yeah. And they're and they're probably winning the World Series. <laughs> Cuz they're going to be on fire. Right. Um but the St. Louis has four against the Brewers, four against the Cubs with a doubleheader in the mix. And then they've got the Brewers again, and then they finish with three against the Cubs, which is good for them, but they've got to go through a gauntlet of just this week. They've got eight games. I guess four of them are against the Cubs though. Yeah. So they've got seven against the Brewers and and seven against the Cubs. But that's a big rivalry. I never sleep mm-hmm. on those rivalries. Anyway, dudes, this is exciting. Yeah. I know that the Pirates aren't in the mix right now, and I know that the NFL season and college football just started, but there's a lot going on right here in these next two weeks. And we haven't even gotten to the American League yet. Right. American League's not as quite as exciting, in my opinion. I think Tampa Bay has got their six and a half games up. They're going to win the East. Yeah. Okay. White Sox are 11 games up, and the second-place team's not even a 500 team. So they've pretty much already won. Right? You know what I mean? The White Sox are going to win it. And in the West, it's Houston, and they're six games up over Oakland. And for some reason, I just don't – I just – I always say this about Oakland. I just don't see it. Um but they could. And Seattle's there too. They're eight games back. I think Houston wins it is all I'm saying. 
they're playing good baseball right now. That. Oakland's playing good baseball right now, but they're six games back, and I think the Houston's playing good too. They both have Starling, the same. Starling Marte has been an absolute monster since he joined. Oakland. Josh Harrison's there too. Just made a catch well, to save a game the other day. It was really good. So like, you know, not that we're like, oh, they're the only good players are former Pirates. Like, obviously not. But well, they they uh, they were talking about it on MLB Network, and Marte is in that rare thing where he's put up numbers to win a batting title and he's not going to be able to do it because he, he was in the national league. Now he's in the American league. Yeah. It's he won't stupid. have, won't have at bats to, to qualify for either one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Super weird. And he's having a monster season this year. Yeah. And that's what we talked about. He's, I mean, we know he can do it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think the division races, I think the teams that are in first place right now end up in first place. And I don't, and let barring a huge like fallout. Yeah. As far as the wild card goes, it's basically all the American League East. The Rays are in first in that division, but Boston holds now by a game. It's really tight. Boston is a game above Toronto for the home field advantage there. And then Toronto's the other team with 84 wins. And then the Yankees are right there a game and a half out of the wild card, right in the mix. So basically just watch the American League East. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. now Oakland is two games out, so obviously they're in play too. And Seattle's four games out, so they're in play too. And then it drops to the very next team is under 500. That's Cleveland. And they're 73 and 74, and they'll probably be no hit again. I'm just kidding. They will not be no hit again. No. <laughs> um, But anyway, uh, th- I mean, they're all in the mix there, but I think it's going to come out. Both teams are going to come out of the East. I agree with that. Yeah. So let's compare this um, to our predictions because I just, I got to know. This is the last thing we got here. I want to compare it to our predictions. We both had Atlanta, National League East. We feel good about that? I think so. I do too. We both had the Dodgers win in the West. Feel good about it? Not really. No, I think it's the Giants now. Mm-hmm. But LA will be in the wild card. We had St. Louis win in. The- Obviously, that's over. Yeah. We were both way wrong on the Brewers. Brewers, kudos to you. And you know what? I hate you a little bit less now that Ryan Braun just retired. I know he wasn't even playing for you anymore, but (laughs) just the fact that there was a potential of him playing baseball again in the major leagues meant that I could only picture him a Brewers hat. Therefore, I cannot like the Brewers. He's retired. Good riddance, you loony. Um, (laughs) I I, I, I know we're positive here, but that's just one guy. Anyway. He's probably a nice guy. Maybe. I mean, he lied on national television pretty, like, pretty badly. Yeah. That was really, like, he threw other people under the bus. And then it was like, you were guilty the whole time, dude. Right. And then as soon as he was guilty, he threw, a like, a fit. Mm-hmm. They got it wrong. I'm not going there. Anyway, um, <laughs> we had the wild card teams of San Diego and New York Mets. I'm out on the New York Mets entirely. I don't think that they have a run in them. No, I don't either. And how about San Diego? I don't think they're going to. I don't it think out. they can do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can do it. I have the Dodgers. I uh, so I have the Brewers. Obviously not St. Louis. You with me there? Yeah, yeah. I have the Giants winning the West or the Dodgers. The other one getting a wild card. I know I just threw like a safe bet in there, <laughs> but I'm going to say Giants just for the schedule. And then I'm going to say the Dodgers are going to just miss. Even though I think the Dodgers are the best team, they're the team to beat. Nobody else is. 
if the, it's just unfair that they're going to have to play a one car one game playoff. Yeah, but I th- I think they'll get they through get it. That. I think they're good enough. They'll get through that. Yeah. But especially because of who they're going to play it against, I don't see them being. It's either going to be St. Louis, Philadelphia, or Cincinnati. Or maybe I mean, yeah. Yeah, but then you got St. Louis there again, who somehow finds a way to win. Yeah, I. They're just not as. They're just not as good as the power. If it's the Giants, I see them finding a way more than if it's the Dodgers. Yeah, but again, this it's not always the best team that wins the World Series. No, it's definitely not the best team that wins the World Series, and it's even more so not always the best team that wins just one game. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't happen. Like, one game it should never happen in baseball. No. But anyway. I, I don't like it. I don't either. I mean, obviously. Which goes back to this offseason, at some point, we'll have a discussion about the way I think the playoffs should go. I think it's absolute disgusting and dirty that the second best team record-wise in all of baseball will have to play a one-game playoff. Yeah, because either way you look at it, whether the Dodgers or the Giants win the the West, the other team is going to be the second best team in baseball yep. at the end of it all. That's absolutely stupid. And I think that what they should do is they should say, yes, I value winning a division. It guarantees you a spot in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. However, once we have the five teams... We seed by record. Once yeah. we have the five teams, we seed by record. So if you're a division, like there could be a team that has a better record than you who just misses the playoffs. Uh, for instance, I mean, it's not going to happen this year unless somebody that misses the playoffs, like the Yankees or the A's or Toronto or Boston, if they finish the season with more wins than the White Sox, but they're out of the wild card race because two of those other teams are better. Then you'll have a team out of the playoffs who are actually better than the White Sox. Right? Yeah. And that's okay because the White Sox won their division. They need to be there. Yeah. But it should be reseeded and the White Sox should be playing a one-game playoff. That's what I think. That's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. You're sticking to it. Yep. Anyway. um, So we just said that. So our wild card teams, who do you got? In the National League, yeah, we have either the Dodgers or the Giants, right? So whatever, wherever we are there, who gets that last wild card spot? St. Louis, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, San Diego. You just said San Diego's out, so yeah, I, I gotta say St. Louis. You gotta say St. Louis. I mean, they're playing the best. They're right they're now. playing so good right now. Okay, American League. We both had the New York Yankees winning the AL East. Is that gonna happen? Nope. nope. I got Tampa Bay there. Do uh, okay. So here we go. National or American League Central. This one's actually different. Our National League was exactly the same, by the way. Yeah. Um, but you had the White Sox winning the AL East or AL Central, and I had Minnesota along with a ton of other people, and mm-hmm. I was wrong, as was everyone else, and you were right on the White Sox. Kudos to Yay. you. You nailed it. <laughs> um, and then you had Houston winning the West, so you're actually really good there too. Mm-hmm. I actually had L.A., so I really blew this up because I even said in the episode, if I was picking logically and with my brain, then I would say Houston or Oakland will win it. And I said, probably Houston. And I said, but I think eventually Mike Trout has to do something, and the Angels are going to do it, and this is my random crazy pick that I don't think is going to happen, but I'm going to say it anyway. That's like basically a summary of what I said. I shouldn't have done that. I should have just said Houston. <laughs> because then I'd have been right. 
Um, but you did the same thing with the Angels and said they were going to make the wild card. Mm-hmm. However, both of us also had Toronto in the wild card, who's currently in place to be in the playoffs as the wild card. Yeah. Um, so you had Houston, then you had L.A. and Toronto. So L.A.'s out. Um, I had Tampa Bay. So we both had the Yankees. So where are we at with this? Are the Yankees in still? Right now, they're a game and a half out of the situation. Boston's there. Toronto's there. Both of those teams are playing good. Oakland's playing good. The Yankees, not so much. I mean, they're okay. They're yeah. just not so much. They've been they've uh, been scuffling, but I feel like they're about to come out of it, but I don't know if it's going to be. I mean, they're only a game. It's really close. Yeah. I really thought I don't have a good guess on this. I haven't looked into the I say, wild card lately. I say both teams come from the East. That's my thing. Both teams. I don't think that, that Seattle or Oakland makes a push enough to overcome those three teams. I think Oakland has a shot. I mean, they have a shot. I don't think it happens. I think, I think if Toronto, I'm making a pick, I think Toronto's a shoe in, not a shoe in, but I think the way they're playing right now, I, I don't think they're going to lose their spot in the wild Boston's card. won five straight. Yeah, that's, this is true. But I know your run differential favors Toronto uh, by a large amount. Their run differential yeah. is good enough. I mean, it's better than Tampa Bay's, and Tampa Bay's in first. So, I, you know, I get that. I, I think the Yankees have done so much this year that has been more upsetting that I feel like even though they've got the ability and the players to do it, I think they're going to fall short. I think it's going to end up being Boston and Toronto. Yeah, and it wouldn't and. It wouldn't surprise me. And they're only a game apart. I wonder if they play each other. I'm not going to look it up because we're running out of time. So I'm not going to look that up right now. But that's an interesting one to go for. you got to give me two teams, though. You have to give me two teams right now. Just be wrong. Who cares? We've been wrong about Boston. Toronto and Oakland. There you go. Toronto and Oakland. Okay. Yeah. I will go Boston and Toronto. That's what I think. So there it is. I will say this, uh, just to go back to our predictions, because I made a case for me saying – I made a case for Philly and Cincinnati to be to be dangerous, and they've done exactly what I said. When everybody else had them in fourth place, I said they'll be in the mix. You made a case saying that Otani was going to blow up. Otani blew up. Yeah, he did. Kudos to you. Um, you also said that the White Sox will win the division of because of Adam Eaton. You said Adam <laughs> Eaton was going to be the reason. Yeah, he really he was released by two teams already. Yeah, <laughs> but you did call it out. So good on you for that. Um, but yeah, so this was fun. I yeah. like talking the whole thing of baseball. I will say this though, because we've been doing uh because we've been doing this podcast all year, I have paid much less attention to the rest of the league because I've spent so much time like paying attention to the pirates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that I not that I normally don't, like I do. I watch the pirate games, but I also watch other games. And sometimes when the Pirates are losing, I watch other games to watch other teams play well. But in this case, because I was like, because we're always trying to think of what we're going to talk about and everything, yeah. I talk about the, or I, I watch the Pirate games and then I'm like, man, I don't even, I don't want to watch another team win right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm just, <laughs> so I've watched a lot less other teams of baseball this year than I normally do. But because I've watched, like I haven't, I haven't, I haven't missed a lot of pirate games. You know what I mean? Right. Obviously, things. You know, that's the thing about baseball. You have schedules, and you don't watch every game. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, closing thoughts. Uh, not spoken in pirate voices, <laughs> just to save all of your ears. Yes. Uh, it's been a rough year. 
Uh, but we have two weeks left of Pirates baseball in 2021. And while we won't have a ton of memories of like, oh, remember when that happened? That was so awesome. We won't have a lot of that this year. Um, I will say for me and you personally, we have this podcast that we've been doing and that's Mm -hmm. been a lot of fun and I'll remember that. But outside of that, you know, as far as the game on the field, yeah, not a whole lot of fond memories. Yeah. That's what I said. Not a lot. I know know. you were there for it, right? No, that's not the one you were at a walk off, but not that one. I was at a walk off, but not. Okay. yeah. Yeah. You're right. We'll have to remember some of those things. Um, what could have been the key Brian Hayes story that didn't happen? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that kind of stinky, but, um, but if this rebuild works, then I feel like the 2021 will be an important part of the story, you know, with the draft and all the moves and the bounce back season for Brian Reynolds. If he ends up being what we see, then this year will be important because of his struggle last year. The point is all is not lost. There were things that happened this year that will be part of the story when it's all said and done. If this is the next four years, then it means nothing, and we won't remember anything from this year, and we'll say, remember when we had Jacob Stallings as a catcher? (laughs) We'll look back at it like we look back at Ryan Domit. You know what I mean? But if, uh, if this thing gets turned around and the seeds sown grow into something we enjoy, then 2021 becomes much more than a 100 loss season or 99. And it's fun. Two weeks Mm. more of Pirates baseball, man. As much as you want the losses to end, I love watching the Buckos and I love rooting them on. That's why we're here. Mm -hmm. What do you got? Just Just to piggyback on that a little bit, it has been a rough year and it's coming to an end. But wouldn't it be awesome to get behind the team during this last couple of series especially the home series and pack the park for a felt farewell for this season because it's not all the players fault they're out there yeah. doing the best they can you know and like you said despite it might be a you know, hundred lost season it's a building block and in october 1st through the third our last series they're doing prior to pre- or fan appreciation weekend you can get tickets for as low as 10 bucks Go watch them ruin the Reds' chances. Yes. Get online, look up the details on how to get your tickets. It's right on their website, Fan Appreciation Weekend. You getting paid for that? I'm just kidding. No, but they give away a lot of stuff. They give away jerseys at the games and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. I've been to a few of uh, of the last homestands. But lastly, the last thing I can say is go get online and vote for Stallings. Roberto Clemente Award. Oh, yeah. Let's get this hardware back, back in the Berg. Kutch, was Kutch the last person to win it in Pittsburgh? I believe so. Yeah, I mean, only one person wins it, so yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right, man. That's all we have. Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Don't forget to speak like a pirate today. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez.
Let's go, Buck.